So welcome back to the Single and Purposeful Podcast. We have our super cool guest. What's your name? AJ Madrano. AJ Madrano. If you go to North Rock, you you know AJ. He is everywhere <laughs> all the time. You need something. He knows how to do it, I feel, for the most part. For the most part. He's notoriously yeah. known for wearing his favorite color. Which is? Pink. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually blue. My favorite <laughs> color is blue. But he wears black all the time. All the time. That's all like your staple. Every day. Yeah. It's great. Which I think it's like because you were production, but also like you, you play bass and it's all my that style. Stuff. I don't have to style. think about what I'm going to wear. Hey, is this in season? Yeah. Is this out no. of season? No. It's like just... Dex- your, your, your closet is like Dexter's Laboratories closet. It's all the same outfit. Same shirt, same pants. I love it. Great. I love it. And you attracted someone that way. Yeah. It seems, right? Yeah. Because you are now in a relationship. I am now in a relationship and it's going great. It's going great. You know, it, I'm still... We're still learning, you know, each other for the most part. Yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm What's excited. her name? Who's so, this lucky lady? The lucky lady is Nelly. Uh, I've met her at church at North Rock. Uh, we've been dating for a few months now. And it was kind of like, kind of random. We just kind of met. Uh, she was on the worship team. Mm. And uh, I was kind of doing my thing with student ministry. And uh, she was doing her thing with like uh, worship team. And our paths crossed. Uh, one of our uh, my friends at North Rock, he was like, hey, uh, definitely check out this uh, new uh, girl. She's on the worship team. She's awesome. She's really good. She sings amazing. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm kind of busy right now. I'm doing a lot of things. <laughs> oh, you were busy? I was, I, was bu- I, was, I was a little busy. I was a little busy. Uh, and he was like, no, you should really, really talk to her. And then his wife told me about her. Uh, and then she really pushed me. He was like, hey, definitely go talk to her. So I started talking to her um, during... Uh, New Year's Eve. Mm. Uh, that was like our first real conversation. That's where um, conversation started to begin. I got her number through um, one of my friends mm-hmm. and uh, we started texting. And then, I mean, the rest is history, I guess. Dang. We, we've been dating for a few months now and uh, it's going great. So was there like a conversation like, what do you want to be my girlfriend? Or was that just kind of like Check established? this box. Yeah. Like, yeah. yes or no. Yes or no. Well, we are both like in a uh, stage of life where like, for me, like, I don't want to mess around. Right. Like I'm 30. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to get married. I mm-hmm. want to have a family, have kids. Um, so that was like the beginning of the conversation. She uh, is in the same season of her life. She wants to settle down as well. Uh, when we first started talking, that was basically one of the first conversations we had. Yeah. Hey, we're not here to date just to date. If we're going to do this, if we're yeah. going to actually date, we're going to talk about the future. And I remember our first date, actually, um, we talked about, hey, is this something that we want to continue and probably get married? Yeah, that was like our first con- real conversation. That's awesome. Um, and I feel like that's good uh, on so many different levels because... I feel like a lot of young people, they date just to date. Right. They date for, like the, for the season. They or... date for the uh, experience. And I know a lot of young people, even people my age, they just love to date. They live to date. Mm-hmm. Um, and their whole lives are built around dating mm. and not really seeing any future with this person. Right. Oh, this is just a weekend friend. Mm. Oh, this is just a you know, whatever Mm -hmm, friend, mm -hmm. a fling, whatever. Mm -hmm. This is summer love, whatever. A situation. This is a situation. And that's not healthy. That's not healthy. Uh, When you do this life where like, I'm dating this person. And then a couple of weeks later, I break up and then 
you're doing great. And then a couple months later, you find another person and then you find another person, then you find another person. And what you're doing is you're really, you're practicing for divorce when you do like that. Yeah. When you date and date and date and don't really have any commitment, what you're doing unknowingly is you're practicing for divorce. Right. And I, for me, never want to get divorced. I never want to go through that. Right. And, you know, me and Nelly, uh, one of our first conversations, like, hey, we want to get married. And if we're going to get married, we're not going to use the D word. We're not going to say divorce. We're not going to. That's not really an option for us. So, yeah, I think when you're going into relationship and, you, you know, obviously marriage is the end goal, you have to think of like in that way. Is this just, is this relationship just for a season? Is this relationship, you know, just for the summer or whatever? Or is this relationship going to be forever? This is the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Right. And I feel like a lot of people are g- trying to find someone to do life with, and that's good. But there's a difference between finding someone who you want to live life with and finding someone who you want to die with. Mm. That's, that's different. Like I'm finding someone who I want to die with. Yeah. I'm going to the grave with this person yeah, yeah. and it's a different way of looking at it. If that right. makes sense. Right. I mean, it's, it's more serious. It's yeah. not like, yeah. So question before Nelly, had you dated anyone else? So before Nelly, not really. My last relationship was like, I don't know, like eight years ago. It's it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in church, and I'm a PK. Uh, mm-hmm. Ministry is basically pastor's kid. For pastor's those who don't kid. Know what that means so ministry and like that whole you know situation was like really big. Like I was very involved with a church. I was very involved in ministry, uh, working under you know my father. We did uh, music with my brothers. We traveled, you know, traveling with preaching, whatever. And that was my main focus. So a relationship really, really wasn't my main priority. I wasn't looking for anyone. And growing up in church and as a PK, my parents really uh, trained us and taught us to look for relationships that are going to be meaningful. Mm. You know, watching my um, parents' relationship, it wasn't perfect. But it was great. Right. You know, my my dad, he um, he loved his wife. Yeah. And he, uh, my parents had an amazing uh, relationship, an amazing uh, marriage. And they taught us uh, so many things about what a good marriage looks like. That's good. And um, growing up, uh, when, um, you know, my brothers, they started dating and, uh, and, and me as well. We always look for that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Like trying to... Kind of like duplicate what my parents did right. in their relationship, right? Because um, I feel I feel like a lot of uh, young people they don't know what a good relationship looks like. Yeah. Oh, this is what you know the celebrity has, whatever. Um, like relationship goals. Relationship goals. But what does a relationship goal look right. like? What does a good marriage look like? And something that I did early on in my um, you know twenties and is uh, try to hang around. People who are, who have good marriages. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a lot of friends who have great marriages. I don't really hang out with single people Mm -hmm. that much because single people, they, they don't know uh, how to date in a way that is um, one honoring to God. They don't know how to communicate 
with their significant other. So if you want a successful relationship or a successful marriage, hang out with people who have successful marriages. Yeah. Uh, don't hang out with single people because single people loved being single. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I have this one friend, uh, he was saying, man, I'm so, I'm kind of bummed. I, I don't, I don't have anyone to date. I can't find anyone. Um, I, I don't like to be single. I was like, who are you hanging out with? Well, all my friends, are they single? Yeah, they're single. Like, okay, cool. Start hanging out with uh, married people. Cause here's the thing. Here's the truth. Married people are the best wingmen. Mm. Seriously. Like mm-hmm. I would not have met Nelly if I didn't have yeah. friends yeah. who supported me and yeah. encouraged me. And yeah. my friends who are married are the ones who introduced me to Nelly. They're Nelly, like, yeah. Hey, you got to talk to her. Yeah. You got a text her. It was like, all right, cool. So <laughs> I just did it. Just did it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to challenge that a little bit just because I think I agree. I do agree on the whole, like when you are trying to seek counsel, when it comes to like building a relationship with someone, definitely do not. Do not reach out to your single friends because they're single for a reason. I will I will be a big testament to that. Even like me, I'm single. Like, don't come to me for relationship advice because obviously I'm I'm missing something if I'm still single. Um, like that I'm not able to build a relationship. But I don't think that people that are single are wanting to stay single and that's why they hang out with single friends. I also think that it's all about timing. Like I, how, how long have you been hanging out with married friends? And it mm. took until now right. to meet Nelly. It was all about God's timing. There yeah. was nothing that you could have done. There was nothing that Nelly could have done to have brought you back to, to, to have brought you together earlier. Yeah. Like it was all in God's timing. And so I also think like a lot, I have to tell myself that a lot because I often will be like, well, what am I doing wrong? Like, what am I, you know, like I'll surrender whatever I need to surrender. And, and God is continuously growing me. And I think God will continue to grow me even in a relationship right i'm sure you're a testament to that too right like he's growing you and ellie in different ways now that you're together um so i think the growing never stops i don't think i'm going to reach a level of like oh i've reached level five in my singleness that means i'm ready for a relationship i don't think there's levels i think uh, it's all about timing, like whatever is whatever God has in store for me. It's just his timing. And right. so I think I've had to like give myself grace and 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 also my friends like, hey, it's not it's not in God's timing. And I think I was watching a show one time and it's one of those like quotation mark reality TV shows, something to do with being married or something. And they're like, yeah, and we, we kept you know, we, we realized once we met, we realized that we were going both to like the same events, but we never met. Yeah. And it took like, like five years later, we ended up meeting. And in my head, I was like, wow. So that means that like, no matter what I do, no matter how many times I swipe on dating apps, no matter how many times I go to church, single events, no matter how many times (laughs) I, you know, whatever, et cetera, no matter what I do, it's out of my control because it's not on my timing. It's on God's timing. And I can, I can practice what I need to practice as a single person to prepare for marriage, but I can't do anything to force myself into, into a relationship. So I don't know that's, I just meant to challenge you in that that way, but yeah, I totally agree. It's 100% God's timing. I feel like a lot of people kind of rush God's timing. Mm, mm-hmm. And when you rush God's timing, that's when it's not good. Right. It's, it's, it's not healthy. It does not end well. Right. And you have to wait on God's timing. Mm-hmm. And here's what I've learned in my experience uh, walking with uh, God is God's timing for me is like so slow. <laughs> and it's like, all right, God. I'm I'm about to be 30. I'm I'm still single. Like mm-hmm. like get on with it. And like it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Right. And we want God to move like now, like right now. And then 
we just have to be obedient and we yeah. have to be patient and patient is not easy. Right. But I know when you wait on God's timing, what comes is going to be so much better mm. than what we can ever fathom. Right. Like I never want to rush God Mm-mm. because I know what he has for me is mm-hmm. way better than what I have right. for myself. Right. So I'm just going to wait. Yeah. Yeah, his plans are way better. So I yeah. completely agree. And also something that I recently heard was like God's timing also like he'll, what is it like recuperate or make up for time. And sometimes things will go fast. Like you and Nelly, like I feel like y'all have been building this really good and strong yeah. relationship pretty quickly. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, it, I mean, it was, it's not fast, but it's, it's faster than if you would have like been swiping left and right on yeah. an app and met somebody, you know, like it's, it's God's timing can also be, move, move quickly. It just depends, right? Like God, if, if it's, if we're leaving it in his hands, then he's going to move it the way he wants it to move at his speed. Right. And so, and it's funny because we think like, oh my gosh, it's been years, but for him, it's like a blink of an eye, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and when we get to heaven, that's what it's going to look like for us too. It's going to be like, oh, that's all I had to wait. But really it felt excruciating, <laughs> you know, yeah. down here. But okay. I did want to ask you, because this whole podcast is all about living purposefully um, as a single person. And I mean, you've been doing that, right? Like I said, when you were, yeah. were single, you were very much, you just, you just spoke about that, how you were diving deep into, you know, ministry in all, in all ways. I mean, I, and I even, I just shared production was one, you know, being in the worship team, but also speaking in different events. Has that changed or how does it look now in a relationship um, how are you living in a purposeful way in a relationship? For me, I'm doing the same thing, but now I'm doing it with a partner. Okay. So for me, like before I was dating, my goal was ministry. My goal was to pursue a ministry, to build the kingdom, mm-hmm. um, and to really preach the gospel and to reach the lost. Right. Now in a relationship, that is still my goal. Mm-hmm. but. What has changed is I went from doing that alone mm-hmm. to now doing that with a partner, mm. doing that with a helpmate. Mm. So now uh, Nellie and I, we, one of the conversations we talked with about was, hey, like, here's where I'm going. Ministry is my main focus. Are you willing to right. join me? Right. And now for me, like ministry is way better. It's like way better. Like it was awesome to do like ministry on my, by myself, but like to do that with someone, it, it's so much easier and way more fun. Right. Um, so I oversee, uh, like our student, uh, rally nights. We do this once a month and, um, it's amazing. It's, it's a lot to, uh, to plan for. And yeah. uh, our team is amazing. Uh, shout out to the North Rock students <laughs> team, the best team ever. Seriously. Uh, it, they're, they're amazing. The team I get to work with, they're, they're so, so uh, great to work with. And uh, our student pastor is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the past uh, few months, you know, having Nelly there at the, the student nights made it so much more uh, enjoyable and more fun. Mm-hmm. And just having her there helping me wherever that looks like, uh, you know, when I, I just preached, uh, this past, uh, student night and, uh, she was front row just Aww, watching me. And I, it, I was that. like, as I'm preaching, I'm like, yes, this is, this is amazing. This is what I want. Yeah. So to answer your question for me, my goal hasn't changed. My mission hasn't changed, but what has changed is now I'm doing it with someone. Right. And that makes ministry so much enjoyable. Yeah. Well, it sounds like the whole equally yoke thing, you know, like yeah. I think before, like it was you and 
Jesus kind of like he's like my yoke is, you know, my yoke is not heavy and you were carrying that and it didn't feel heavy because you were doing it with, you know, the Holy Spirit. And now it still doesn't feel heavy because now you're doing it with a partner that, you know, has come into your life that the Lord has allowed to come into your life. So that's pretty yeah. cool. That's pretty much like yeah. a pretty great example of what equally yoked yeah. feels like and yeah. sounds like and looks like. Yeah. And for me, like I love to do ministry with, with Nelly and, and she supports me in ministry. And for me, I want to support her in whatever she does, whatever avenue she wants to uh, go through. Or um, So we, we, we complement each other. Yeah. She supports me. I support her. And I feel like that's a good kind of relationship balance. Yeah, that's so, good. While you were single and, you know, being so focused on the mission of like growing God's kingdom, um, you mentioned that, you know, you look to your parents to know how to like, this is what I want. This is what I want to replicate. This is what I want to, you know, copy paste, you know, into my yeah. life. What were some of those characteristics or some of those values that you, you saw that you're like, this, this is what I need to look for in a partner. This is what I need to look for when I'm building a relationship with someone. Um, and is that kind of playing out with Nelly? Like, how are you applying that? So, um, one thing that I looked at in my parents' relationship is one I feel like yeah, every every relationship they they argue. Every every right. every marriage argues. Like right. my parents, uh, they argue a lot. I mean, it, it's what it is. But uh, I loved like hearing even when I was a kid. Like yeah, I heard them argue. But one, I never heard uh, my dad disrespect my mom. Mm -hmm. I never saw my dad hit my mom. I right. never saw that. Right. My mom always respected my dad. Mm. So even in those arguments, like seeing those uh, happen played out when I was a kid, um, they never disrespected mm. each other. Mm -hmm. So for me, when I go into, you know, now I'm in this relationship with Nelly, like I, even though we argue a lot, <laughs> whatever, I never want to disrespect her. Right. Even in those heated moments when like, Man, we're frustrated. Oh man, this is crazy. So many emotions. So many emotions. Yeah. Uh, I think that's so important to keep your head grounded. And hey, we're not going to play dirty. We're not going to uh, right. go that far. We're not going to jab uh, that way. Um, we're going to honor each other yeah. as much as we can. That's so and good. then we're going to uh, find a solution to this mm, argument. That's so uh, good. And we're not going to end on a sour note. Hey, we're going to... End this conversation, <laughs> this uh, heated conversation yeah. on a good note. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, that's something I saw in my parents' relationship. And that's something I want to duplicate as well. That's so good. I feel like that's such an important, like, value to carry into any relationship. Uh, Pastor Jonathan was just talking about honoring yeah. and, like, how we honor all, no matter, like, what, like... Like God did not say like honor just the, the righteous honor, you know, you honor all, all across, you know, the, the homeless, the heartbroken, the sinners, which we are all sinners. Right. So, but like honoring everything, honoring everyone. Um, so that's beautiful. That, mm. And I think that's very necessary, not just only in a, in a romantic relationship, but like in friendships, et cetera. So I guess now another question that I have is like, now in a relationship, because you've been doing a beautiful job of growing your relationship with God, I think, especially as a pastor's kid, like not that you didn't have any other choice, but it's all you, <laughs> it's all you really saw. It's all I know. It's all, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it came almost naturally. Right. Yeah. Um, but now enters Nelly. Right. Um, what does that look like in a relationship? Like 
are you still continuing to grow individually? Are you growing together? Are you pouring into her? She's pouring into you. Are you doing devotionals together, praying together, small groups? Like, what does that look like in a relationship? I think um, for us, it's a little both. For me, I do uh, my studying alone for the most part. If I'm like preparing for a message, obviously I'm kind of like alone at a coffee shop, whatever. Right. Um, and I know that she has her uh, alone time with God and her devotion time. Um, but we also try to do it together. Uh, mm. We're reading this uh, relationship book uh, together. And basically, uh, we kind of like uh, have our moments together. Uh, a few uh, weeks ago, we kind of like did this Bible study. Uh, we mm. kind of broke down uh, some scripture together. Oh, I love that. And uh, it was great. It was great to uh, have those moments together. Yeah. Um, I think it's healthy to have both. Mm-hmm. healthy to be on your own and have your own devotion time right. with God right? and then come together and then have your together time. Yeah. Hey, this is my time with God. Mm-hmm. This is your time with God. Yeah. And let's come together and have our time with God. That's if good. that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. Do you see yourself like already, I mean, cause it's technically you're still single, right? In the eyes of the Lord. Yeah. Right. And Ellie is as well. But do you see yourself right now in this courting season do you see yourself already kind of stepping into that leadership role and like leading her in different ways when it comes to like uh her relationship with god i feel like every godly man should step into that role of leading your family in the ways of the lord Mm -hmm. i think if you are uh, a man who wants to lead not only in your career or your personal life but a lead a family that is honoring to God, I think for sure you have to step into that role. Even though for me, I, I don't feel ready mm. to step into that role right. as, a, as a, you know, husband or a You're father right. or whatever. Right. Like I'm not ready, <laughs> uh, but I have to be ready. If this is something that I really, really want in which it is, I have to step into that role yeah. uh, and to lead uh, my wife and, and and my kids, my future kids and and uh, my future grandkids, whatever. Right. Uh, and as a godly man, it is my job to guide my family mm. in the ways of the Lord. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, I don't think anyone is ever really ready either. I think also like if God is calling you to it, he's going to walk you through it. You know, yeah. he's, already, he's already like seen where you're going and how you're going to lead. And he's yeah. already given you everything you need to mm. lead your wife yeah. into what you're leading her into. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, there's I think confidence like in nobody that. is ready to do anything <laughs> ever. Like, seriously. I mean, if you read scripture, I mean, seriously. Uh, Moses wasn't ready. Mm. Like, like Noah wasn't ready. Like every major Bible character, it was not ready to step into what God had for them, but they were available. Mm. They were good. willing. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they were, they were scared, but they were in, in some ways not afraid to say no. Right. Like, I feel like, you know, walking with God, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Walking with God is terrifying, mm-hmm. but I'm, I would rather walk with God scared out of my mind than literally walk without God. Because yeah. I, I do not want to live my life without God. Right. Yes, it's scary. Yes, it's challenging. Yes, mm-hmm. I don't really understand what I'm doing. Right. But I know that he has everything planned out. He yeah. has everything under control. So I'm just going to trust in him. Yeah. I'm going to trust in his guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I don't feel ready, I know that he knows that I'm ready. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I don't think, yeah, like you said, we'll never feel ready. But I think it's so fulfilling. Mm. Like, I think that's the best. Like, when people were like, why do you do it? Because I'm just like, I hate it here. Like, I hate, like, <laughs> sometimes, I mean, I'm really honest, right? Like, I'll be talking to God. And I think people think that we pray, like, you know, Lord, you know, I don't know. Like, we, yeah. we, we, we use, like, thy and thou when we pray. I do not. I'm like, look, it's ghetto down here. Like, I don't want to be here no more. Yeah. I'll be here because you Tell want me, me here. God. But, like, take me home. Like, I'm ready. Um, and so I think it's just funny when people are like, well, then why do you do it? Then why are you Christian? Then why do you? Do? And I'm just like, because it's better than what I was before. Like, I've, I've experienced True. being away from God um, because I was, not a, I was not a pastor's kid. So I experienced what it was being separate from God. And not that it's it's not like this. It's it's so crazy. It's not like this super horrible experience, but you can feel the difference. You can. Yeah. You, there's just like an emptiness. There's, that's that's the best yeah. way I can explain. There's like a void. Yeah. And um, it's just so much more fulfilling when you're walking with God. Right. So, you know, I love scripture where it says taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. I love that scripture because when people say, well, why do you follow Christ? Like, why do you do what you do? Like, I don't understand. If you say that you truly haven't tasted God's goodness. And if you have tasted God's goodness, you don't want to go back to what Mm -hmm. the world has. And Mm -hmm. for me, like I've tasted his goodness. I've Mm -hmm. seen what he has done. I've seen the miracles that he's done in my life. And I don't want to step away from that. Like I would never do that. Cause like, yes, he is so good. And I, I know what he has for me is so much better than what the world has. Yeah. Uh, Cause I've tasted the world. I've tasted, yes, I'm a PK, but you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, so, so I know what the world has right. to offer and, and what God has to offer mm-hmm. is so much better. Amen. So much better. That's so, yeah, I love that. Cause it's true. It's true. So taste and see, if you haven't tasted and seen, let me know, hit me up. We, you can come to North rock. Um, okay. If you could do anything different, in your season of singleness to prepare you for a relationship that you are in now, what would that be? Is there anything that you would have changed that you think now you're like, Oh man, I wish I would have learned this or whatever before, or what, or what is something that you learned in your season of singleness that is like, Hmm. Ooh, this is really helping me now. Something that I wish I could have learned or would have learned is how to, I guess, communicate Mm. better. Um, like with someone else with someone else um, <laughs> aside from god <laughs> aside from god because you know for me like growing up uh as a pk i was homeschooled mm. all my uh siblings we were homeschooled <laughs> um and if you ever met a homeschooler they don't know how to talk <laughs> we're socially awkward oh, no. um, uh true story like this is like true story like when i was a kid like i did not talk to people like at all to the point where people thought i was mute like oh, no. straight up. I remember this one lady came up to me one time uh, and she was talking to me in sign language. And I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh my gosh, you could talk. It's a miracle. Um, uh, yeah. People legit thought I was me for the oh, longest wow. time. I did not talk. And that's, that's crazy. most homeschoolers. So, but I love it. I, homeschooling was awesome. Um, but for me, like I didn't know how to talk to a person, didn't mm-hmm. know how to talk. I really didn't know how to use my own voice in mm. so many different ways. Um, and that is not good in a relationship. Uh, you yeah. have to learn how to communication, communicate. man. Uh, you have to, um, you know, vocalize your, your, your thoughts and whatever. And something that I'm learning now in a relationship is how to communicate wow. and how to communicate healthy. And for me, like, I don't really know what I'm doing in the relationship. I'm very new to this. Like my last relationship was like eight years ago, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so like for me, like communication is key. Communication is 
super key. Right. Um, and if you want a healthy relationship, you have to learn how to communicate yeah. well with mm-hmm. your uh, significant other. Yeah. Has Nellie really helped you through that? Yeah, I think she uh, has helped me. She is helping me with that because she's uh, very uh, good at communication. She's help- I'm learning how to communicate with her. She's learning yeah. how to communicate with me because yeah. uh, she's very sensitive and I'm not sensitive. <laughs> um, she's uh, very talkative and I'm not talkative. We, uh, we different, need to have- different personalities different for personalities. sure. So we're learning through that. Wow. I think, what, what book are y'all reading together? You don't mind me asking. So we are reading a book. Uh, one of my friends, he's a pastor, and he recommended this book. It's called um, Save Your Marriage Before It Starts. Ooh, um, that sounds powerful. Uh, yeah, it's a really good book. Um, I'm, I think I'm on like chapter three or something. It's a really good book. Mm. Um, so they do have a couple uh, um, uh, books. They have a... Uh, a book just for the guys mm-hmm. and then they have book just for the girls mm-hmm. and then they have uh, a basically one, a, together. one together yeah um so if you're in a relationship and you're, you're if you're going to be in a relationship mm-hmm. or maybe you're already in a relationship i definitely recommend getting this book it's a really good book um uh and it will definitely help or even start good conversations to have mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that is in the book is don't say you always or you never. Ooh, um, oh, that's for, a good one. For example, uh, you you never take out the trash. Never take out trash, <laughs> or you always yeah whatever X Y Z. You um, always bring up how oh, I can. Uh, <laughs> you always bring up what happened like yeah. six months ago. <laughs> Yeah. Three years ago. That is so good. You always or you never. And uh, that can like just like really bleed out into any relationship, like even friendships, yeah. right? Like you always, like you never want to hang out with me. Oh, oh you yeah. know, like something like that. You always and you never. Um, that's a good and one. And that's something that uh, I'm learning as well. Um, uh, you always and you never, never say that or wow. try not to say that. Wow. Okay. Uh, I have one last question and then I'm going to let you share anything that you have to share. But I mean, I just think about like, King David, right? How like in his story, as he was a shepherd, uh, like he he learned skills to prepare him to then, you know, one day take down Goliath and then step into, you know, being a king. Um, If you can look back at your season of singleness and like all of the tools and strategies that you've gained being, you know, a pastor's kid, serving in the church, uh, production, worship, um, leading, you know, all these kids, ministry leaders, et cetera, et cetera. Um, is there anything that you see that a tool that the Lord had blessed you with a gift, a, a strategy that the Lord had blessed you with that is now helping you in your relationship with Nelly? I think for me, what has helped me is being surrounded by, uh, good friends, mm. great friends, community. Uh, great community. I think that is important. Um, in any relationship, you have to be in community. That's why, you know, North Rock is so big on small groups. We're so big on community. Community is important. And um, when you are going through life and you have these people um, in your life Mm -hmm. that are encouraging you, that are uplifting you, uh, giving guidance, I think that is so important. And for me, I have... Uh, a group of friends, godly men, who are always there for me, who always 
uh, a pick me up and correct me because that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's important for me. Like if you have someone in your life, uh, friends in your life and they don't correct you, um, that's not friends. That's that they're yes men. Mm, um, yeah. And I don't need yes men. I need people right. who are going to correct me, yes. rebuke me and challenge yes. me. And they, and they do that for me. And then going into uh, this relationship, they were my guidance. I was like, hey, what can I uh, do to make this relationship better? What can I do uh, right? What should I do? Like, yeah. like yeah. give me help. Like, help me help. Help me uh, <laughs> through this. Yeah. Um, I think that's so important. So wow. for me, having those people in yeah. my life is important. It is crucial for every every person that's quite the weapon yeah. like that's a weapon that, that the yeah. lord bless you with yeah. right like during your singleness but then also now in your relationship like something to really like fight against the enemy like hey i need you to come and join me on this because yeah. i don't know what to do and you know i don't yeah. want the enemy to have any hold on this yeah so. i feel like that's important because like when you're in a relationship you're very um focused and mm -hmm. you're not really thinking about a lot and your friends can actually see things that you don't see right um i was uh had this one friend in high school uh, he was uh, dating this girl and she was crazy. She was crazy. Yeah. And uh, he said, you know, what every kid in uh, high school says, God told me oh, that not, I'm going to marry God this person. Me. And I'm like, you're dumb. <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> um, and then two months down the road, they broke up and we told them, it was like, yeah, we told you that she was crazy. <laughs> and yeah, he didn't listen, obviously, but... Uh, you have to have friends who are going to tell you right. what you need to hear, not yeah. what you want to hear. That's okay. So um, and those friends are going to see things that you don't see. Mm -hmm. um, and those friends might tell you things that you probably don't like, right. but uh, you need to hear those things. And uh, yeah, that's so important. Wow. That's good. That's powerful. That's good. Okay. So I want to open up the floor for you to share anything to uh, the group, the audience. Um, a lot of them are single because this is called single and purposeful, but there are quite a few that are obviously not wanting to be single and they're trying to figure out what does it look like to be dating or in a relationship or whatever, you know, to achieve marriage one day. So any piece of advice, anything that you have that you could share with, I'll even include myself in there with us, yeah. the singles. Oh man, that's a it's a big question. Like uh, I, don't, I don't even know where to start. For me, man, being in a relationship is awesome. And yeah, for me, like I love ministry and I love serving uh the church and building the kingdom. And for me, like I love doing that with uh Nelly and doing mm -hmm. that with someone. If you whatever that looks like, if you're in a career, if you're in a you're a school and you want to do life with someone, find someone who is going to compliment you in that. That's so good. Yeah. Find someone who is going to help you achieve your goals. Right. And you can uh, help them achieve their goals right. as well. Right. Um, find someone to do life with. Yeah. Something that my parents did was they honored each other. They honored uh, God. Uh, they honored their family. And that's something that I want to duplicate in my marriage that's so good well. that's so good i love that and i think what you were saying that's something that i came up with i was dating this and i, I talked about it in one of my previous episodes i was dating this guy and he was like my first christian that's how i call it because i had never date i never dated christians before yeah. and so then when it was the first christian that i ever did i was like this is the person i'm gonna marry because he's christian right like yeah. that's just that's how my brain thought um and then all of a sudden i just kind of felt like no this isn't it and i remember asking a friend about it 
And I was like, why though? Like he's Christian. He goes to church. He serves. He's doing all the right things. And she's like, I think it's because your purpose aren't, are, they're not aligning. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I, that's something I had never prayed about. I had never like stopped to pray. Like, Lord, I pray for a man. I mean, God knows, right? Like and God knows the desires of my heart. But like for me to vocalize it, there's power in me vocalizing, verbalizing it. And so I remember like, okay, so I started changing my prayer around to like, not just any Christian man, but like a man that will align, like our purposes will align. I want us to go together mm -hmm. the same way, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that's super important. That's more important than anything else. Like I think if your purposes are aligning, um, then it's going to feel like the yoke is going to feel light. Yeah. It's not going to feel heavy. Yeah. It's not going to feel like you're dragging Nelly to rally night. It's not going to feel like she's dragging you to church. Like you're both going to just yeah. be there because it feels right for both of right. you. So good. Good. thank you. That was so good. Yeah. All right. Well, if you don't have anything else to share, no. we can wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, this is God's podcast at the end of the day. So I will seal it in prayer. Um, if you're good with that. Yeah, go All ahead. All right, let's go. Lord, thank you for allowing us to come together and blessing us with these awesome uh, podcast mics. Shout out to this dude over here. I forgot your name. I'm so sorry. Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> Shout out to Robbie. Um, bless him, Lord. Bless him with a favor. And... Um, all of the means to continue doing what he's doing. Um, thank you for AJ for bringing him in and uh, allowing to share uh, just everything that he was able to share. I love that he shared about honor, um, shared about purpose, um, shared about patience. Lord, I just pray uh, patience and, and uh, patience over every listener that you bless them. Uh, remind them with the patience that you already blessed them with. Um, bless them with uh, the knowledge and the wisdom to be able to maneuver relationships in an honorable way, not in, not just romantic relationships or friendships, family relationships, work relationships, Father. Bless them with the knowledge and the wisdom to be able to maneuver those, always honoring um, each other, but honoring you above all. Um, I just pray a blessing over everyone, a protection from head to toe, body, souls, minds, and emotions, Father. Keep us safe from anything that the enemy has planned. And we just pray for our significant others, wherever they may be, bless them with favor as well. We pray all of this in your heavenly name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Next episode will be the lovely Nelly that comes on and shares her side of the story because we heard AJ's side, but now we get to hear the truth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, y'all. Thank you for uh, joining us and see y'all next time.